Live from a fighter jet says hi, it's the Heart Nasagi Podcast, episode 118. Welcome everybody to this episode of the Heart Nasagi Podcast, 118. I am Matt, that was Mike off the top. How you doing? I'm alright. Just hanging in there slightly, barely, kind of. What's that mean? Nothing. I just thought I'd say that. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm really hanging. I'm hanging in there, hanging. Like a hanger. Let me think of her. Speaking of hanging, I'm going to leave you hanging on this. Mm. Cool. Yeah. All right. How about the wrestling? We do the wrestling. Want to do the wrestling? Sure, let's wrestle. Uh, mm. Okay. Yeah. AEW unveils TBS championship for the women's division. So in other words, at least I don't know of any other promotions done a secondary women's title. I can't think of any. This is the basically uh, the WB if they had done the Intercontinental for women's title type shit. Which they briefly did with China, if you want to say, but not really. Doesn't count. So, no, it doesn't count, of course. Because it wasn't for women. It's just she ended up getting it while the men were still competing for it as well. Um, I mean, it's definitely a thing that's in Japan, because Japan tends to have all-female promotions, which obviously have multiple belts, and some are secondary, so... But as far as, like, you know, a promotion that does both men and women wrestling, I don't know of any that have had a secondary women's title, you know, so... Right, yeah. Yeah, I saw this coming when uh, I was thinking if they're going to do another singles title, regardless of who it's for, I was like, oh, they're going to call it the TBS title. The reason I didn't mind the TNT one is because, I mean... Their show was called Dynamite, TNT Dynamite. Uh, so that's why I ultimately was like, you get a pass on that one. Even though I knew what the real reason, the real reference was. But it matched the show's name anyway. Here, this doesn't. And I wish they wouldn't have called it that. But whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't really care what it's called all that much. And in this particular case, I'm not a big fan of it being, you know, named after a TV network, but at the same time, eh, whatever. <laughs> it's just called a TV title. <laughs> oh, you mean a television championship like WCW used to do and yep. ECW used to do? Yeah. And I'm sure many others. Yep. yep. Even places that didn't have TV. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it's true. Look it up. <laughs> I'm not there's surprised. Of, there's independent promotions that have zero TV and are like, dude, we have a TV title. I'm like, do you? Really? <laughs> cool. You're missing half that whole thing going on there with the TV thing. Well, if it's if it's a current place of such uh, description, then they could technically refer to... Because, you know, it's easy to film your stone stuff now and just put it on YouTube or whatever. So they could just be referring to that, the show, their, their uh, more weekly show kind of thing going on where they put it up online. That still kind of counts these days because that's just what a TV is now. It's online video. Yeah, it's true. Certainly that's what it is for me. 
I mean, it's been like that for me for almost 20 years, but for everyone else, they're still struggling to cut that cord for some reason. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't I don't see what the allure is to in, you know, forced watched uh forced being forced to watch the commercials and shit. I know they force it on you anyway online now because of course online is literally now just the cable uh, subscription package bullshit. No, right. everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> whatever. I got piracy, so I'm cool. <laughs> Do you? You're piracy, huh? I didn't say that. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, so anyways, um, <laughs> see if you can figure out who's going to win this. Um, they have first round buys. For the top five, five, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, four people. That's two. Uh, the, their win streak of being, you know, whatever their whatever their placement is of two through five. Because obviously, number one is the women's champion. So you know. Mm-hmm. And so, but anyways, the uh, oh, fuck, the participants. I know words, uh, as I say all the time. So we have Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill, Nyla Rose, and Chris Statlander, who are getting buys to the second round. Any of those sound like they might be the winner? I was thinking it's probably going to be... I, I feel like Jade Cargill's going to win it. Do you? Either that or Ruby Soho. But I feel like Ruby has... More, even though she's like one of the most recent women that got introduced into the company, I feel like she's probably more. Uh, she probably won't win it because she's probably more uh, going to uh, face Britt or someone else for the the top women's title. Well, there Sherry did. Oh, I know she did, but I feel like that's. Well, maybe that's. You feel like that? That's the that's the the long term plan for her. Yes, I do. Um, as we know, uh, at this, at the, as of this recording, Penelope Ford is the only one eliminated so far. So of the rest of the first round matches that actually have to be first round, uh, Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida, do you know a winner for that? I feel like, uh, I would say Shida in the past, but I feel like Deeb's got a good thing going with her heel turn that she did mm-hmm. recently. So... And Sheeta's kind of been very not of present a lot recently, and she's also had multiple title runs and with the top one, of course. You know, I don't know. I feel like uh, Serena Deeb needs to be needs to shine more than she does. What about point. her facing Nyla Rose then? I, I that almost says that Sheeta wins. Why? Face heel. Otherwise, it's two heels. So? Nobody wants that. But that's what you have to deal with with tournaments. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> but you can book it any way you want. I know. And you can put two heels together. If you want. Well, they could have just swapped. Dude, they could have just swapped their their match with facing somebody else. Like Thunder Rosa. But they didn't. Well, if you want to look that far into it and be very analytical, <laughs> then be my guest. But 
I'm not going to do that. I just look at it uh, through the lens of uh, who seems to be uh, the one who needs it more right now. Like the ones that they're focusing on. And I don't feel like Nyla Rose is someone they're focusing on. No, I'm not saying Nyla Rose is going to win. I'm saying who's going to face Nyla Rose of those two. Oh. I agree it's deep if it's going to be her, but I don't think it'll be her facing her. Get him, get get what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. All right. Red Velvet's beating the bunny. That's all. There's, that's all I can say about that. And uh, which is funny because they're actually uh, you say that, but once again through my lens, it's the bunny who wins. I don't agree with that because she's been f- featured a lot recently, and uh, where the hell has that other one been? She's been in NWA from what I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say that. So. Um, and then that top uh, first round match, uh, Jamie Hader's defeating NJ for sure. Why does my lens go against you all the time? Because you just don't know how to book things. I don't know. They're featuring the other one. They're not featuring Jamie Hader. Dude, by your accounts, then they wouldn't have done what they did with Adam Page before he came back. The thing that made him go away for a little bit. Or they lost that big match that made it so he lost his title match initially. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm right, but, you know, it's just funny. I guess. Funny. So, January 5th, the first, uh, first show of the new year, AEW's... Main show of Dynamite is moving to TBS. So, to me, that was surprising. I thought, I figured the other one would, but, yeah. The one-hour show. I think that was the original plan, but I guess it's not now, for some reason. I just moved it. Switched it. Is it because of, like... I think it, I think we went over this already. It was something about like hockey or something was the reason they wanted that time slot for something else on Wednesdays. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't pay attention to sports because I don't like them, and I have to like tell them. you that because I'm a nerd that likes video games, but I don't like sports, and I must make that known all the time. Sports comes up. Because it's not annoying at all to keep saying that. It's not? No. (laughs) (laughs) I hate sports. Just thought I'd let you know again. Thanks. Does that make me more relatable? Or more annoying? Uh, Both. Wow, that's a weird thing. <laughs> that's why I picked it. So, uh, uh, partnership between AW and the Owen Hart Foundation announced their dealings, and they will have an annual tournament and a cup called the Owen. That's my favorite part about this. Yes. The Owen. Love it. It's the best. Mm-hmm. 
Most places would be like boring, like it's the Owen Hart Trophy. Like, no, it's the Owen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's more to it than that. There is? What is it? Well, it's just uh, they're going to feature him with product placements, you know, in the sense that they're going to have merch with the Owen on it. The person, the real not the trophy. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're probably going to have both. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. And uh, and they claimed it's also the, the video game that they have in production is also related to this, which tells me they're just going to straight up just put Owen Hart in the video game that you can play as. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I like it. I'm not sure how they'll do it because they can't really use the mannerisms since he was in WWE all the time. Basically, right? Well, fuck them, they're doing it anyway. I don't know. I don't know what they can do. I don't know what they can't do. Because remember that thing in 90, 96 when uh, uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash went over there and they, w, tried to, w tried to sue them, sued him yep. for just using a, that specific style of talking and accent that he used as Razor Ramon. Right. I don't know how much... That was actually uh, a thing they could really sue legitimately over. That seems weird to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. We'll find out. <laughs> I don't think they'll try anything, to be honest, because they would get a lot of backlash for that. So, Mike, speaking of WWE and their stupidity. Yes. Eight ways Kevin Dunn is helping to ruin WWE, Mike. Guess what mine is? Ridiculous camera cuts. If you read this shit, you'll be like, it's all just him just being like, someone who you wouldn't think have anyone would like, like he asks he thinks he has say in like if somebody's good or not, or somebody should get a push. I'm like, dude, you're just doing the filming and production. How about just know your role <laughs> and shut your fucking mouth? Because that's what I noticed when reading this shit. Like, here, let's number six. Ac- he doesn't like wrestlers with accents. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, it says here that Becky Lynch was once viewed as having her initial main roster push dying down due to Dunn burying her when talking to Vince because of his her accent. Oh, fucking whatever. Just... Stay behind the damn fucking camera and shut the fuck up. Keep shaking it all around so I stop watching altogether, like I have been. I was about to say, you haven't been watching. No. <laughs> I watch clips on YouTube, and every time they have a brawl on the outside, that's when the fucking, they're instructed to start doing their squat workouts. And <laughs> I can't watch it. I'm so, I, like, I've been, like, I've hated it for a long time, but there was, like, it was like yesterday I watched... I was trying to trying to see what was going on with this one clip. And I literally got like I just I guess I just had the final like just like fuck this shit. Or I actually got like actually really pissed about it. Before it was always really annoying and I didn't like it. Now I was just like this fuck this shit. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. I was like, Will you stop with your fucking squats? You're supposed to hold it steady, you motherfucking idiots. You know how to be cameramen? 
God damn it. If they told me to do it their way, I'd be like, fuck off. What is this fucking crap? Doesn't believe in women's wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't believe believe that women exist. Apparently he doesn't believe in smooth, uh, steady cameras either. Yeah, we've heard about that, Matt. Well, I have to keep bringing it up because it really sucks. (laughs) I just love that. I don't believe in women's wrestling. Well, guess what? They do wrestle, so there's no need to believe in it. It's it happens, right? What a fucking misogynist asshole! Seriously, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Women can't wrestle, except they can. And I'm an asshole who doesn't like women, so strong women make me angry and. Remind me of how much a weak little bitch I am. My name's Kevin Dunn. <laughs> I'm an ugly piece of shit. I mean, what else is that except nothing but massive amounts of stupid, insecure manhood right there in that fucking one? <laughs> God. Yep. Yeah, I'm done talking about him. I hate his fucking ass. He's always sucked. Uh... <laughs> Anyone could do fucking. Anyone could hold a steady, a cam steady, unlike him. He could fucking do it. So he figured, just make it a, just make it sound official, like it's supposed to be this way. Like, yeah, whatever. They t- if I was there, they tell me to fucking shake it all around. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is not happening. I wouldn't give a shit. They fired me. I give a fuck. Uh. Pat McAfee jokes about WWE stars getting stuck in Saudi Arabia because last time they went, ha 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 ha, fuckers. Um, and he's happy he's not going. Of course, this event already happened. Fuck this stupid event. Who cares? But uh, yeah, I like that he joked about that because it's like, it's like they shouldn't even be over there doing business with that fucking country, that ass backwards country. But there you go. Money, money, money. Propaganda, propaganda. You say money? Money. Ooh, money, please. That's why I said money. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you can tell, but talking about WB and Eddie for any reason, this kind of sucks. <laughs> That's why I don't watch any of it anymore. Good. I feel bad for the uh, for the people uh, that uh, was it up next um, that podcast. Yeah, I feel bad for them now that they feel like they have to keep covering that show. Oh my god, it's so bad. <laughs> I mean, think, like I, think like about, I know we think, we sound like we sound like we're like against WB. I'm not against WB. I'm against terrible fucking shows i'm against wwe like if they were if they were good <laughs> i wouldn't be i wouldn't be shitting on them like i am well know? yeah of course that's that's it but it's still yeah it's what, what i'm saying is i'm not playing for AEW or anybody you know what i mean because it's a matter of time they're gonna suck again they're gonna suck they're gonna they got their time coming i'm gonna eventually hate whatever they're putting out <laughs> it just hasn't happened yet 
Well, I just, I just think it's funny. I feel bad for them because like, they were, they were, they started their, uh, their podcast because you know they liked, they loved NXT and what it was right. happening on there, like I did for years, and then it turns into all in a dime. It turns into some trash. And it's completely different, and of course now that they have an audience, they feel like they have to keep doing it. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Because if it was me, I'd just stop doing the podcast. <laughs> I'd be like, if this is all I have to cover, I'm going to cover something else in wrestling or I'm not covering anything. Cause I ain't, well, know. they definitely do other things. I don't know if you knew that. I, I'm pretty sure I've, I've known that. I just, I just think it's funny that, you know. Which means on. they don't have, which means they, they feel should feel even less likely to do it. They should feel less like they have to do it. Well, it's in the name. Who gives a shit? Change your name. <laughs> or don't. Who cares? What's in a name? Nothing. Let's look at a Hardy Tuggy podcast. For a perfect example, it means nothing. We just, I just shit the name out one day in fucking two seconds. Ain't no one coming for the name. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't have to look. You know, I was like, fuck it. This is a Hardy Tuggy podcast. Perfect. You know why? Ain't no one else got it. And I know that. And I don't have to look it up. <laughs> that was my reasoning. <laughs> Your username, my username, podcast. Boom. <laughs> Done. What the fuck it cares? Ingenious. I know, it really is. People should look more into naming schemes like that. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that's something that uh, late night talk show host shows do all the time. Exactly. It's all they ever do, basically. And my name, the, sh- the, the, my name, the show. Or or they just do like you know the Tonight Show with then the name, right? Or the late night sh- late show with the name. So in other words, this podcast with Matt and Mike. I call it that. <laughs> Let me find the wrestling and or video game podcast with. There you go, motherfuckers, motherfuckers. <laughs> Name it anything. So, uh, Mike, uh, AEW Dynamite draw draw, uh, with Kenny Omega uh, and Brian Danielson was was Danielson's first ever five-star match. You call bullshit. According to Dave Meltzer, of course. Of course. You got to make sure people understand that that's who, that's the star giver, uh, God himself, Dave yes. Meltzer. Um, you know, I'm surprised based on how much people seem to like this guy, you know, Dan, Brian, whatever, Daniels, Brian's and whatever his <laughs> name is. That's a great name right there. Uh, <laughs> but i'm surprised you know with how many people talked him up so much before i even started watching wrestling again and since like he's some amazing wrestler oh so amazing i'm really surprised that good old dave didn't uh uh give him a five star slap his didn't slap his ass with five stars yet yeah i'm really surprised Especially since the one he did, I don't agree that it is five stars. I don't. Oh, the thir- the thirty minute time draw. No, it's. I don't think so. I, I don't think it's five stars. 
<laughs> now, this is a problem I've had for a while now with uh, Brian <laughs> Danielson. Brianson. Um, <laughs> yeah, keep going with that. That's funny. whatever. Uh, <laughs> is. I can hear everyone saying one thing, and then I feel like I'm watching him, and I feel like I see lower quality. <laughs> I don't understand. You ever notice I don't ever like when we talk about him? I don't really give my opinion. I just, I just find your comments very amusing. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't understand because they are they are very much in opposite opposition to what most people think. I know that. That's why. <laughs> that's why I bring it up. Because I'm like, I don't get it. What do people see in this guy? Because like, it's such a good match. And Mike's like, what are you talking about, bro? What dude, match are you watching? And he had a, this match, this supposed five-star match. <laughs> he had it with an actual, you know, yeah, it was Kenny Omega, which is actually a wrestler I really do think is as good as everyone says he is. Right. And I feel the same way. And in I started, the ring with somebody you don't think is good as everyone Exactly. Says. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Yes, that is very weird. And it's funny because, like, I felt... Being in your brain about that type of shit, man. I must really be suck. It does suck. I feel like... <laughs> like, okay, see, I've seen, you know, Daniel Bryan-ish, whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've seen him in WWE some, like a little, you know? I didn't see a lot of him. But... Even then, I was like, I saw some things. I was like, yeah, I don't really think see anything in them all that impressive. I'm like, he's not bad, but he's not amazing. And then he comes to AEW recently, and I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be a better chance for me to reevaluate what I already thought I knew. Because I'm going to see him not in the WWE, so it's going to be, he's going to have more freedom to do the matches he wants. And. Whatever. He's show you, yeah, he's going to show you what he really would like to do have done before. Yes. And so I was like, okay, we'll, we'll take this as it is. And honestly, he's had quite a few matches. He's like at least one match a week uh, right. on their shows. And I still don't see it. I don't see what people see. I still don't. I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, he's not. Where is it? Where I, is it? I don't know. I don't know. And like, I. <laughs> and I've. <laughs> And this I, is so amusing. And I feel oh. like I feel like if he he had a fucking match, the supposed five star match with an actual guy, Kenny Omega, that I actually really do think is the best bot machine like he says he is. I mean, I know that's a name, but you know, it's still I feel like he didn't get that for no reason. He got that because people, you know, Gave him the best, the highest, you know. This is the guy who had a seven-star match, according to breaking his own scale over and over again, Mr. Dave Meltzer. Right. In 2018, against, against Kazuchika Okada at Dominion in that hour-long match, okay? For, the, yeah. for that title, the, their top gotcha. title that he won. Mm-hmm. And I saw that, and, I did, and that's the pay-per-view I like, best pay-per-view I've ever seen. <laughs> and it's not just because of that match. There were a lot of really great matches on the show, but that's definitely the best one. And I'm like, and of course, I'm not one to break my own rating scale just because I was impressed. I just gave it five stars. And then 
Dave Meltzer comes along and gives it seven stars. And that's still the highest rated match he's ever rated. As far as I know. Um, so I'm thinking, well, if I don't feel this way about this, this supposed five-star match with the guy I actually, with where he's in the ring with a guy I actually do think is amazing, then I don't think there's anything that will make me ever think that he's good. I think we, we're just in an impasse. And as far as I'm concerned, Brian Danielsenberg is not that great. Danielsenberg now, huh? Yeah, whatever. Going to elongate his name. Yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. And I feel like if you can't do it with Kenny and make me see it, then who are you going to do it with? Nobody. You can't do it with anyone. Touche. I'd be, I'd be shocked if you could. And someone might say, some person who will never listen to this <laughs> would probably say, well, you don't like technical wrestling then. He is the best technical wrestler. And I'll be like, whoa, no. No. He's not the best technical wrestler. And I do appreciate technical wrestling. Now, granted, I didn't initially, or at least not as much as I do now. But back in 2018, when I started watching New Japan, and I started seeing Zack Sabre Jr., back then, I complained, probably on this podcast, if I was even doing it then, that I found him one note and just kind of dull because he just is everything is just a grappling uh, submission one to the next, you know, for a lot of cases, that's just what he does. Mm -hmm. But honestly, uh, I'm sitting here and I'm in 2021 and I, I feel completely different about him. Like he's grown on me over time to where now he's the only one that got any good matches with anyone like that I think are match of the year candidates out of the G1 this year, mm-hmm. G1 Climax tournament. And I think that says a lot uh, about my appreciation of technical wrestling, whereas I've gotten a lot more out of, out of what Zach does. But when it comes to, uh, when it comes to Brian Anderson, I, I don't. So, well, let's go on to happier times in the, Let's talk about the G1. Name your five favorite matches. All of G1. All of the G1. Um, Yes. Well. My top five is, well, I didn't watch it, so I don't have one. I was about to say, how do you have five? (laughs) I'll give you four. Okay. In past years, because as everyone is aware, that in, in any way informed about the state of the, of the who was participating in the G1 Climax this year, it was very depleted by overall. There's a lot of major names that did not compete for various reasons this year and that, that could have otherwise uh, for whatever reason. So I only put four in my top lists, uh, top matches, potential candidates of the year list. Uh, and they all involve Zack Sabre Jr. Just, just let you know. All right. <laughs> So, Zack Sabre Jr. on day three against Shingo Takagi. Zack Sabre Jr. on versus Kota Ibushi on day five. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Great Okan on day seven. And Zack Sabre Jr. versus Kenta on day 13. Great Okan. Oh, Aladdin Trousers. Aladdin Trousers, yes. They had a great <laughs> match. I was best Great Okan match. He even went to 
to much more of a technical style against Zach than I, because I wasn't expecting that, because that's not normally his way of doing things in a lot of cases. But he did it, and he did it really well, and I was really impressed, and so there you go. Nice. Which one's my favorite? I don't fucking know. It might be that one, actually. It might be Aladdin Trousers. <laughs> because it was so unexpected. Yeah, it really was. Uh, because the rest of them, you expected what you got. Yeah, I mean, he still had good matches with other people, and but and some were pretty damn great, but uh, they didn't get on my list. But, uh, you know. But because uh, I, I I do think he's good. I think Greta Khan is good. Is a good wrestler. So better than Brian Danielson. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you really mean that? And somewhat, somewhat. <laughs> All right then. Uh, Again, um, every time I like do quote unquote devil's advocate, it's. Just because I'm thinking about what most people think about Dan- about Danielson, because mm-hmm. I don't, I guess I'm not that amazed with him either, because I don't really have much of an opinion of him. So, like, I like when he comes out. You know, people get really excited for him, so that helps the atmosphere. Yeah, maybe that's what I appreciate about it. I don't know. <laughs> I just rather get that with someone that's better in the ring. Boom! I want the whole. I want the whole package. All right. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Mm -hmm. We got ten wrestlers here that the Sportster dot com thinks that you won't believe are real. What are that? Are their real names? Yeah. Okay. Their real name? Can you believe it? Their real name? Michelle McCool is her real name. I mean that one. That one does sound a little fakey, like <laughs> not the Michelle, but obviously the Nicole part. Right. That does seem a bit stupid of wrestler. Like, <laughs> let's make it. Hey, your first name's Michelle. Well, let's uh, give you an M last name so that uh, we can have alliteration. How about McCool? It it does seem pretty stupid, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> So that one's a little a little in their favor, but the next one is not. Brian Kendrick. I can believe that's his real name. That that sounds like a real name. That sounds like a real name. Deanna Prazo. That one's a little faky sounding. Especially <laughs> especially Prazo. <laughs> Come on. The first four letters is a with a cat. Sounds purr. <laughs> and a lot of times, women and certain by certain uh, people refer to them as cats. You know, so you see what I'm saying? I get it. I guess cat fight. Cat fight. Doug Basham. Oh, that definitely sounds fake. Basham. <laughs> it's just like it sounds like it's trying to be Basham, but it's got an AM at the end to make it seem slightly less stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're falling funny. for this stupid shit in this fucking list, Mike? Come I'm on. not falling. I'm just saying it, some of these are a little weird. Now, Jeff Jarrett, that does not seem like a... 
No. That doesn't seem well, like I don't even know why that's on the list. That's weird. Because you know his father's name is Jerry Jarrett. So why the fuck does Jeff Jarrett seem fake? Because he spelled it out and he had a lot of doubles and it all fucking was hilarious. J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T. I mean, his, his father could kind of do that too. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> Candace Michelle. That seems Michelle's kind of... Her middle, Michelle's her middle name, though. Oh, okay. So. That explains the... Well, it doesn't really explain the two first in Amy name, but... Because obviously some real... Lots of people have a first and last name that seems like two first names. Yep. <laughs> so. I like this. Apparently because he's foreign, so they like, oh, no Amdar, that sounds fake. You stop, please. It doesn't. Wait, Brock hey, Lesnar. Hey, Scottish seems... Mike, so therefore fake. Brock Lesnar <laughs> is fake to them? <laughs> I never felt that way. No. Because it's not. The next one really gets me. What is this shit? <laughs> Mikey's foreign. It's another foreigner. So we. <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura. Why does that seem fake to them? Do they say why? <laughs> I don't I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. He's Japanese, so it can't be his what? I don't understand. What? <laughs> or is it because they think it's fake because uh because uh people like announcers uh it seems feels like to me like since he came in into the West that people are now saying their names correctly and, but they're doing it in this shorthand way. You know what I mean? No, I don't. Well, okay. The actual syllables in his first name is Shin Suke. Right. It's not Shinsuke. That's just a shortened, like kind of almost, uh, kind of slang way of saying it. It's kind like of a nickname. It's not really a nickname. It's not. They do this all the time with Japanese in general, not just with names. But where they'll 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 remove some of the sounds, like usually a vowel, like in this case it is it is the U. They they're remo- removing it just, just to say say it quicker. It's just it's a common thing in Japanese. It's but it's not considered slang. So um but I don't know. Is that is that the, that's all I can think of as to why they would be like that? Because same thing. Even though, even though Oscar, that's not a name she used prior to coming to the U.S., but it's pronounced a similar way. You know, they're not saying every syllable. So right. So that's why I was surprised they came back to wrestling in 2017, and she was the f- these those two were the first ones I was enamored with early on, and I was like. Wait, they're saying it right, and they're saying it in that shortened, faster way. That's kind of weird. And they're not fucking it up, usually. That's amazing. Yeah. I can't believe it. <laughs> Chuck Palumbo. <laughs> that doesn't seem one fake to me. Palumbo. Palumbo. 
<laughs> it's a weird name, but it doesn't seem fake to me. Palumbo. I don't think they're saying it is a fake. They're just surprised it's their real names for some reason. I'm not surprised by any of this shit. <laughs> Maybe because I already knew. I don't know. I mean, uh, Danny Basham, that's not his real name. So. He's not Danny or Basham. (laughs) (laughs) So. All right, video games, Mike. No, not video games. We got to talk about the demon. The demon. The demon. The demon. The WCW, the demon. Yes. And I'm not joking. So anyway, I, I, well, before I get into that, so what was the Impact Wrestling uh, pay-per-view that they had recently? That Slammiversary. Slammiversary. So Slam-a-dam-dam-a-slam-down-aversary. I don't oh, know. Wow. So um, <laughs> was it some kind of like uh, Battle Royal match that the demon came back in? Isn't that what it was? Yeah, basically. So anyway. So what I heard, yeah, you heard this. When I heard that the demon was an impact, I was like, Finn Balor, they wouldn't do that. WWE would never do that. Are you serious? You actually thought that? Yes, because who thinks of this fucker these days? Nobody. Because it's not gonna be a WWE contracted superstar, Mike. I know, but the honestly, the, when you think. When you think of that that term, that the demon, you think immediately, like the last thing I'm thinking. Dale Torborg. No, 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 (laughs) no. The kiss demon does not come into my head. And you know why? Completely comes into my head. Because it's not a good character. It was not memorable, except for the business dealing being hilarious. Uh, back at the back of WCW special main event, Mike. I know. <laughs> Second match on the card, special main event. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. But that's it. Like he wasn't good in the ring. It wasn't a good character. It wasn't even made for fucking reason, like reasons of being good in wrestling. It was just a stupid business thing with Kiss and uh, fucking Gene Simmons or whoever the fuck. Well, it's not the stupidest thing that they've ever tried to market their shit after. I can tell you what that is. Air guitar strings. I don't need to get into that. Stop. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Because I'm the one that brought it up. I, I, I pictured this shit. I can't believe this fucking crap. You are literally getting a bag of nothing for $4 or whatever they charged for it. It's a bag of air. You already have it. You have the air. <laughs> I don't get it. People think the only thing you're really paying for then is honestly the stupid, you know, thing that is stapled to the bag, you know, right. that says kiss air guitar strings. That's what you're paying for. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Well, here, here's an easy way to, to, um, take that thing and quote unquote, gift it to someone. And still get the same uh, stupid and bewilderment from the person you're giving it to. Just show them the image. That's it. Yeah. Show them the image. 
They'll be bewildered <laughs> and all the same things as I have been. But anyway, we're not getting into that. We're, well, we already did. But we're done now. Um, going back to the demon. Here's the thing about this. The fact that anyone thought it was a good idea to bring this guy back as this character. In all these, literally decades later. What the fuck is wrong with them? You know why they did that? Because they think, they honestly had to have, because the only reason you would do this and bring him back decades later in on a surprise appearance is for one reason only. Because you think that he somehow is memorable and people liked him. <laughs> Nobody cared. No one liked him. It wasn't a good character. It wasn't even made for a good reason. And he didn't have good matches. It was stupid all around and no one fucking cared. But they actually fucking... But they brought him back because they thought people had fucking... Like, actual nostalgia for this shit. What the fuck? I can't I can't fathom this shit. Like, really? So when he shows up on the paper, what happened? Oh my god, it's the demon! Can you believe it? He's returned! Who cares? That's my response. Why would you do this? Why would you do this? I just don't understand uh, it. The only reason, like I said, the only reason you would do it is you think people have some weird nostalgia or attachment to him like they do for actual stars that they used to watch, which is hilarious because he was never on that level and no one actually gave a shit. I just don't get it. <laughs> so, I am bewildered. Is he actually going to be on their roster like full time? No. Okay, I hope not. Del Torberg has an actual job, dude. It's not wrestling, so. Well, apparently it wasn't back then either. (laughs) 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 Do you even know what he does for a normal job? Why would I care? I'm just asking, do you know? No, of course not. No, I don't. No. It doesn't require caring. Just you know the knowledge. Well, getting the knowledge would require caring. Oh my God, stop. (laughs) (laughs) He is a uh, baseball trainer for the White Sox. Well, congratulations. Why did you ever come back to wrestling? Well... Because he has free time because they're not in the playoffs. I don't fucking know. Um, but it doesn't get he doesn't get on he doesn't get on a pay per view to make a return because he had free time. <laughs> he got there because someone in fucking their right mind or in their wrong mind in this case, mm-hmm. who is responsible for this fucking shitty decision and impact? They should be fired if they think people actually care about this guy doing this character. See. I don't care. And here's why. I don't care they did it because to me it's like who else are you going to put in that spot that's going to be a believable win anyway? Well, you he's not going to he's not a believable win either. I didn't say he was. So then why does it matter? <laughs> exactly. That's not true. So to put get anyone at. else. Put a person Do you understand what I'm saying though? Bringing the character back that's not been around for decades tells me that you think that people have like actual strong emotional feelings towards this character they remember. Maybe somebody no one, does. No, they don't. No one fucking does. No one <laughs> No, they don't. 
And then they, yet they presented it that way because that's how you present these kind of returns. And they did it with another fucking wrestler in the match from what I heard. He was, whoever it was, was like, oh my God, can you give me your autograph? Wasn't someone did that? I heard that, yeah. I'm like, this, and I, and I heard that from the description, uh, a review of the show from Post Wrestling. And I mean, it was like, you got, it was like, see, there it is. There's the evidence I was talking about. That they, they, someone in Impact thinks that this is a guy people actually liked <laughs> and have fond memories of. You have, for all you know, they're doing this and you're not seeing the joke. Maybe it's all for funny. Ha ha. Where's the funny? Well, you wouldn't know, apparently. <laughs> Clearly. I don't get it. Maybe that's the Here's point. Here's the Maybe demon, just, a guy you didn't like. Ha! Just, isn't that funny? They just did it for a joke. It's not funny, then. They, need, they need better humor. It, it's a battle royal. Battle royals you don't even like anyway, so who cares? But that's not the point. The point is, if if I was watching this show, or watching even AEW, and they did something similarly lame, I'd be like, what are you fucking doing? They can. <laughs> don't they have Glacier still standing around? Yeah, maybe they shouldn't <laughs> do that. That is pretty much on that level, actually, now that I think about it. He's exactly on that level. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He is. All right. But he was actually booked now, as a as an actual wrestler, not as a business deal. So there's that. We're gonna actually, we're gonna we're gonna do this now. We're gonna do this now. We're gonna do we're what? Gonna go to, we're gonna do video games now. Are we? I don't know. You let me. I, I guess so. All right. I it. told you I was gonna fit the demon in here, and I was gonna go off about him. Oh, you did way more than I thought you would. Oh, trust me. If it wasn't going to be a big blow up, I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Yes. Cotton. Do you like the Cotton series? I have one Cotton game and I've played one Cotton game. So no, do I don't li- like the series. You don't like the series? I don't know. I haven't actually tried any others. <laughs> <laughs> What about Cotton Guardian Force Saturn Tribute? Cotton 100% and Paranormal. It's Panorama. Panorama. Can you read English? No. That's not a weird word. You know it's an English word, Matt. Panorama. Panorama Cotton. (laughs) Shut up, bitch. Uh. So... Uh, I mean, Guardian Force is a separate game. I don't know if you know that. It's a different game. The tribute part is they took the, I think it was Saturn, I think it was a Cotton 2 and Cotton Boomerang and Guardian Force, three games into one package. That's the Saturn uh-huh. tribute. Okay. Um, For years, I, I contemplated on actually getting the center version of guardian force. But the more I found out about it, the more I was like, it doesn't sound like it controls all that great because it's basically like a tank you're controlling in a shoot 'em up vertical shoot 'em up. So it controls more like a tank, you know? And I'm just like, I don't want to no. So I never got that, but, uh, as far as cotton boot two and boomerang are concerned, uh, I know they're super expensive games, even back before, recent times <laughs> so i didn't bother with those either um despite buying other saturn shoot 'em ups that are really expensive 
Um, so I don't have any experience with those games, those three games, but I do have experience with Cotton Sen percent or 100%. It says it on the title screen. I know, because I have it. it. This one was originally a Super Famicom game. Um, I have a one one credit clear up on my YouTube channel. Go watch it of this game. I did that this year. Neat. I did it. I've already once seen it earlier years ago, but I just uh, you know when I got my Retro Tank 5X like you got recently. Yeah. I decided to start steamrolling through some shit with it and getting stuff up there, and that was one of the games I did. It's a really easy game, so. Uh, don't be too impressed with my skill. <laughs> okay. So I won't be. But they're re-releasing that one separately um, on Switch and maybe other platforms. I don't know. PlayStation, probably. I I saw the uh, listing for it. I was like, that's the one I have. But I didn't buy it. I didn't pre-order it. So I don't really care. It's not that good of a game. So... And Panorama Cotton, I believe, is a Genesis game originally. I want to say. Yeah, Genesis game. Mega Drive, whatever. I think it was exclusive to uh, uh, Japan in the past, and they're making a new version of that one as well. But it's more like a Star Fox kind of like, you know, on-rail shooter perspective from behind. Mm-hmm. Which... I've seen the game in action on the Mega Drive before, and it looks like a not a good not a good time. So I don't don't care <laughs> about that at all. So so if I was going to buy one, I'd probably just buy this 100% again. But I I don't really want to. So so no, I won't. All right, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I don't I don't think they're that good of shooters. I think they're all right. Maybe. Maybe they're all right. I don't know. The one I played was good enough, I guess. Well, that's good. Hey, Mike, it looks like the uh, CMOS battery issue has been fixed with a firmware update for the PS4. Well, that's good. So my uh, PS4 Pro, it's in my box up in my closet. Won't won't have that problem. Good. Oh, wait. No, it will because uh, I didn't get the... I haven't updated it. Uh-oh. Should you update it, Mike? Uh, no. No? I don't feel you like it. Want, you just want to be bricked? No, I don't, but I don't really feel like getting it out at the same time. Why not? Because I don't use it. <laughs> I don't know. Should I get it out and get it updated? Yeah, I probably should, but uh, nah. <laughs> can't can't be bothered right now. You you should be bothered. Yeah. Why would you risk that? It's not that important of a system right now. Yeah. Yeah. What if it is someday? I'll probably just live with it then. But you can't. It won't work. Oh, then I won't live with it then. I'll live without it. <laughs> just anything not to get it out real quick. That's... I'm not feeling very motivated to get it out. <laughs> I, I can tell it, that. Uh, That's coming through very clearly. Yeah. And you should probably get it fixed. Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe someday I'll get it out. 
Doesn't sound like it. Um, <laughs> I'm moving on from that downer. Um, Disney Classic Games Collection. Aladdin, The Lion King, Jungle Book. All the systems. Indeed. Um, let me see here. Uh, oh, so they have actually have the, the good version of Aladdin? The yes. Super Nintendo one. Oh, yes. well, that's confirmed. That's the only good game on this collection, so I'll skip it. Ah, uh, damn. What a shame. Also, you can watch my 1CC of that on my YouTube channel right now as well. <laughs> it's a fun little game. It's not. It's not. It's not amazing or anything, but it, it's a. It's a good looker. It's a. It's a looker for the system. You know. Oh yeah. It's a really nice still looking looks, game. Still looks really good. Oh yeah. Capcom was on their A game and back on the Super Nintendo in '94. So. Well, they kind of were always, but you know, on that system. But that game, one of their best looking games on the system, and it plays great too. So hey, if you want to check it out, go ahead. But uh, you know, don't if you don't. You know, just don't tell me yeah. the Genesis is better. That's all I'm just saying. Just don't tell me that. Yeah, it's not. I'm not hearing that anymore. Anyway, Virgin's not a good, not a good developer. Well, I don't know. Maybe you're gonna tell me they are. I never. I know. I'm not gonna tell you that. I'm. I'm gonna tell you I don't really know and I don't really care. <laughs> you just know that Genesis Aladdin sucks. It has when I've tried it. it sucks. Stinky yeah. shit. You know what doesn't suck, Mike? What? Castlevania. Well, sometimes it does. All right. Depends on the game well, you're talking about. We're not talking about sucky games then. Oh well, good. We're talking about Artist Hero. Oh, well, that's especially the opposite end of Suck. I mean, that's so Go far ahead. away from Suck, it's actually all-time classic territory right there. Damn right. Yeah. So this collection has uh, three GBA Castlevania games, plus an extra game, which I was surprised was even on here. So it has Castlevania Circle of the Moon, Harmony Distance, Arisaro. And that extra game is the Super Nintendo uh, game Castlevania Dracolax. That is a weird conclusion, but they haven't also really released it recently, like they have all the others. So, I guess that's a weird inclusion because it's not even the same style of Castlevania <laughs> as right. the other three. But yeah, it's not. Um, it's fine. I don't hate it like some people do, but I don't love it either. It's just kind of in the middle for me. Right. It's a nice looking game. It's. I was about to say, it's a looker too. Yeah, it's a looker lookers. for Super Nintendo game as well, like the Aladdin game. It's from 1995. It's, uh, yeah, fucking great looking. It's got great music, as Castlevania's good and bad tend to have. So yep, doesn't seem to matter. Yeah. They're all good. Yep, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, that's why I, I bought, all those years ago, I bought that 2010 huge box set of the series-spanning soundtracks that Konami put out in Japan. Yeah. Which, funny enough, doesn't have this game that we're talking about. <laughs> it's one of the few omissions that they had. I don't know why. But but that's why I got it, because cause, uh, it's like it doesn't matter what game you're talking about. Like, 99% of the time, the music's awesome. So I had to have it. So I have it. Yep. It's a big-ass 18-CD box set. No, it's funny is that when I played the... Uh, the, the, the 
the the Super Nintendo game, I uh, I got to Dracula at the end and was like, why am I, why why are we why am I fighting the boss of the main the main boss of the game, standing on all these pillars with 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 bottomless pits around all of them, so he can knock you into them, of course. Obviously, he didn't, but yeah. <laughs> It's kind of interesting because so he doesn't really move anywhere. Like he just I mean, teleports. He yeah, he teleports. Yeah. And but it's just so weird because like so it limits what he can do because of that, and it limits your movement. So it makes it a more simplistic fight than it otherwise probably would be. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of makes it easier because of it, which is weird because when you look at it, you're like, that ain't easy. What the fuck is all this shit? <laughs> I feel like the setup is more int- intimidating than the actual fight. So. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm definitely getting this. Uh, I would love to see uh, a physical release, but I'll probably just buy it twice then. Because he double dipping. I might. Yeah, I'm feeling like double dipping too, but but I'm still waiting because it's gonna happen. They're gonna do it. They're going to physically release it. <laughs> Limited Run's going to be the one doing it, as they always do. They already have a relationship with Konami. They've already put out... Uh, the previous collection from the same series. Yes. They put out the Castlevania Anniversary collection recently. I know you don't have your copy yet for PS4. Fucking Christ. I have mine for Switch, so I don't know. Obviously, the the this, the manufacturing is completely separate on those platforms because they're not even the same media. So I don't know you know, what's taking yours, but I'm sure it'll get to you someday. <laughs> I better. But, uh... I raise Holy Hill. Yeah, you raise the Holy Hill. But, um... I will. But, uh, yeah, they have that out already. They, they've they already announced... Uh, they announced they're doing the Contra Anniversary Collection as well in the near future. I, they still haven't put it up for sale yet. Uh, same thing with the, uh... uh the what's it the the PS it was only on PS4 and they're only releasing it on PS4 physically but it was the uh, Castlevania Requiem or something like that it was the the one that has only two games on it it has has the, the original PC Engine uh, Dracula X Rondo Blood and then it has Symphony of Night as well um, yeah I don't need that I'm gonna get that anyway I'm but they they've announced it. I don't know if they've put it up for sale. I don't think they have yet. And they also uh, are doing the original PC Engine, like actual PC Engine version. They're putting it out again of Rondo of Blood. But they're doing it in English for the first time. And since Konami, you know, owns the PC Engine, TerraF16 branding and all the related stuff, since they bought Hudson, so they get to actually put it out and it's actually legit, like not just some weird thing, you know, that is on an old system but can't use the branding. Right. Uh, so they're doing that too in the near future. So yeah, so they have that they they have that uh, that relationship with them currently. So I don't see why they wouldn't put this out. Uh, so that's why I'm waiting for it because I really I got an itch for that that Aria man. I got I got a itch for it. Dude, it's the best game on there. It's so good. I know it is, yeah. People need to get off the uh, Circle Moon Cock and get on their Circle Cock. Nobody's on the Circle Moon Cock, Matt. Dude, 
That's all people ever talked about. That's the not... people that are just really casual dumbasses. I'm just like, yeah, it's a car, 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 car the moon, bro. I'm like, no. Are you no. Th- are you thinking about when it came out or something still? Because I remember reviews at the time were way too high, but and it was very inflated. But every time I hear someone bring it up on a podcast, no matter who's talking about it now, they always talk about it in in less than glowing terms now, all the time. Better. No, no one says it's even good anymore. (laughs) So, good. I'm glad they're not. However, so, our harmony of dissonance gets a lesser of a rap than it deserves, in my opinion. But only slightly. It's fine. It's, I know that's why I said it, it was a clear improvement, but it 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 ain't no RSR, bro. No, it definitely isn't. And I'm not saying it is. <laughs> it's all right. It's fine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's fine. Yep. Uh. Activision Blizzard to pay 18 million settlement after being sued by U.S. Employment Commission. That's a really low settlement. Yeah, well, on top of that, it tells you they want to say they do. They're doing this also because they can afford it, and they're doing it so that they can say we're not admitting guilt. Despite that, usually means they were guilty. Yeah, like eighteen million is nothing to this company. Like, that's yeah. literally like finding a nickel on the floor somewhere. That's all it is. Yep. So this is literally like a slap on the wrist, if that. Probably not even that. More like just I touched you slightly. <laughs> I'm sorry if that anyone had to experience inappropriate contact. And I remain unwavering in my commitment to make the Exorcist one of the world's most inclusive, respected, respectful workplaces. Doesn't sound like it, buddy. Based on everyone else is what they've been saying. And I'll trust them a lot more, and I'll trust the guy who's at the top uh, raking in millions of... making in more money per year than this fucking settlement was. Right. So fuck He can pay it out of his own pocket. It probably is. No, 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 he didn't do it. No, no. No, Bobby Kotick's not bringing out any money out of his own pockets, no matter how rich he is. And he's very rich. No, 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 no. That, that's just coming right out of the company because he can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, the whole point of... Uh, God damn it, ow. Fuck. The whole point of uh, doing this type of settlement is to... Uh, uh, the point of a f- fine like this, this large, the whole point of it is to say, hey, you're not doing this again, are you? But see, when it when it's like you said, it's like a finding, it's like couch cushion money for them. It's like finding a couple coins in your couch cushions, but to them, they they just search back there and go, oh, here, I happen to find $18 million. Um which means it's just a slap on the wrist. The only way that this this kind of shit's going to be right under control is if they can't just fucking spend spend a small sum of money, as far as they're concerned, out of the problem. Right. But as long as they can still keep doing that, then they're going to keep doing that, and nothing's going to change. 
And, and here's another reason why the fine is actually low, but high enough. The reason it's as high as it is, but also low, is because most people that don't have that type of money, it sounds like a lot of money. Well, it is. Like, oh, they'll learn their lesson. That's why you take but, it in the context of who's paying it. Right. And well, how much they have. And they have way more fuck... This is literally fuck you money. Like, they have fuck you money. And they yeah. did. They paid $18 million of fuck you money to go away. Just fuck you yeah. go away. Yep. Yep. That's why this this stuff will never change. Because because they if they can just pay their way out of the problem, they're going to do it. Yep, they'll just pay it the next time, too. That's right. Doesn't mean anything to them. What do you have to say about Grey Lancer? It's Glay Lancer, sir. Glay Lancer. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It might originally have been intended to be Grey Lancer. I don't know. This is Japanese we're talking about here. And so (laughs) we have the classic R and L mix-up that... Could have happened, but also may not have. Who's to say? <laughs> because looking at the looking at the uh, the original, uh, like katakana or whatever it might have been uh, written in, which I'm looking at the box and it's in katakana and it says Gray Lancer. So it might have actually. Ben Grey Lancer, but as one as one is one to know, uh, L's L sounds are always converted to R sounds in Japanese, so it could be Grey Lancer as well. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But what I can say is it's a thoroughly okay shooter for the Genesis slash Mega Drive that didn't come out in the West, and now it is. And you can buy it. And it's a lot more affordable because, you know, the collector market is fucking garbage right now. So. (laughs) Well, this game has always been expensive, so. I don't know to what degree. I just know it has been. And I've heard of it quite a bit in the past. But it's not worth. But if you you look at a price and think, well, that must be amazing because it's worth a lot. No. No, it's not. (laughs) <laughs> no games aren't games aren't based on they're not priced on a good game they're priced on rarity well two things rarity and demand right that's it a good example see a lot of people do get get confused they think it's all rarity but it's mm-hmm. not a good example of this is radiant silver gun on the saturn that's actually not a rare game it's actually fairly common but because it's in such high demand and it's only ever been ported on released on one system, physically at least, has been digitally released, you know, on Xbox in the past. Um, but it still retains a high value because there's such a high demand for it to be actually physically owned. So, therefore, because I'm telling you, you, you can go on eBay right now, look up that game for the Saturn, and then look up for copies of, say, Painkiller for PS3. You're going to see Painkiller is legitimately rare, and um, and the Saturn game is not. You will find you'll find many more listings for the uh, 
uh, for uh, uh, the Saturn game. All right. Yes. Gearbox gets a new president, Mike. Randy Pitchford steps down. And? Uh, well, I'd say, ladies and gentlemen, we got him, but his stepping down is uh, just as the overall CEO. He's still going to head up one of the other departments. So he's technically still there. And this is obviously most likely because of his past dumb controversies and whatever the fuck's been happening, you know. Leaving thumb drives of porn on it and shit. <laughs> At the medieval times, Matt. Yes. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, also in his tweet about this, he, he Randy himself actually says who I have recently promoted. He promoted him. He picked him. Which, of right. course, he did. So, so this doesn't tell me... This doesn't mean anything. It could be just as bad of a situation with this new guy. Because it probably is. Well, yeah, you, you're going to pick... If you're a scumbag, you're going to pick equally fucking probably, probably scumbags to do the same shit you're doing. Either that or this guy's... He's doing this as a, as a, what looks, if people don't look into it much, they're going to think, oh, yeah, this is going to be a big improvement. Nope. Nope. I mean, it's true. I don't know Steve Jones. So we'll probably get to know this possible scumbag. <laughs> scumbag in training. Yeah, there you go. He's going to get trained by the scumbag. He's probably going to pass on some bad habits. Like leaving porn on a thumb drive at a medieval times. <laughs> Here's how you do it, bro. You put the porn on the thumb drive. And then you go out to a medieval times and have some fun and go, <laughs> whoops, I left it. <laughs> I left it in quotes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I left it in quotes. That's how you do a CEO's job. Oh, well. We'll find out. There is some room of maybe Steve Jones is not a piece of shit. At least as much. Or at least he'll do better at keeping under wraps. <laughs> Keep it shittery to himself. No, That's maybe. right. Look at those Xbox consoles, Mike. Oh, yeah? SpongeBob Square console. Boy, that's really funny. That's why I said it. Wow. <laughs> it is very square. Very, well, rectangular, but, you know, whatever. Sponge, it isn't called SpongeBob Rectangular Pants. That's for sure. Rectangle Pants. Anyway, so... <laughs> I think they're ugly, so I don't like them. They look stupid. The controllers are even worse looking. <laughs> so good for that, I guess. Get your ugly Xbox today. 
I think we have a winner. This is the ugliest looking current gen system. It's not the PS5 anymore. These. These, these boxes. These these stupid. It looks even more just flat, rectangular, crappy design than the system already looked. Because of the bright colors. Yeah, it just really makes it stand out. <laughs> there's no there's no mistaking how boxy and rectangular this shit is. Just really <laughs> sticks out there. Well, one thing's for sure though, those will be worth money in the future. Yep. They're based on a license and they're limited editions, which means give them five to ten years and they will keep their value, I bet. If not, go up just like all the others. Bought buy them today, Mike. What? Bought buy them today? <laughs> bought buy them today. I don't have any bots, so I can't buy them, I guess. Well, you won't beat a bot. Let's just say that. No. Well, I did. I beat all the bots, apparently. That's why I got my PS5. <laughs> the bots didn't make it. Didn't get the, me- the bots didn't get the memo to go to GameStop.com on that day. Because <laughs> I had a great, I, I didn't take, I took my time and I didn't, I, and somehow I wasn't expecting it to work and everything was smooth. I was real, I was indeed lucky as fuck. Lucky. And the, and the longer this shortage goes, and the more I keep seeing people having a hard time getting them, I, mean, I realize how much luckier, how fucking insanely lucky I was. <laughs> yeah. Reset Era, Mike, do you still go to that forum? I do. In fact, I've been perusing it of recent weeks, in fact. So, you have some opinions, I'm assuming, of it being sold for $4.5 million. Uh, I don't really have much of an opinion. Um, it could be. Of course, you know, I did read the uh, on the forum itself, the actual original owner, and you know, that's still going to be working with the forum, mm-hmm. but gave out, uh, you know, the good-sized diatribe as to why why they did this with the people they did it with. They claimed it was for, you know, like this, the uh, the track record that this firm has with other websites, that they leave them as they are, and they don't interfere they just basically, it basically he did it largely for that reason, and also that it gives him enough, uh, you know, more resources to be able to be stable and be able to stick around, you know, to be what it is mm-hmm. without much interference. Now, of course, that remains to be seen because now that he sold it, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Right. Uh, he doesn't really have any say in that. So, and of course, I've seen other opinions of people. You know, claiming that no, it's just investors looking to make money, and they're gonna, they're gonna shit it, they're gonna change it for the worse. I don't know if that's true. I don't, really, you know, but it's it's some Swedish company. You well, know. time will definitely tell on that. Yes, that's what I say. And guess what? If it turns out that the worst thing comes to pass, I will move on with my life and not give a shit. <laughs> I do enjoy it, and I go there sometimes. And it is fine, but I'm not this. I'm not the biggest forum goer. I've only posted like uh, under 200 times on there, like somewhere in 150 or so. So, and that's and that's over the last like 
since they opened really it's like 2017 or something like that mm-hmm. 2018 i don't remember so you know don't exactly care is what i'm saying 2017 yes that would be it so you know if it happens i'll be like i'll be i'll lament it for like a, a half a second and then i'll move on with my life <laughs> You'll have some comments, but you'll you'll be all, you, you, life will go on. Yes, I'm not going to be all that shaken up. Let's just say <laughs> you'll be more stirred, huh? Yes. Cool. Slightly. <laughs> well, here's a here's a good uh, headline for. Uh, Stupid against the stupid NFTs. Steam has banned games based on NFTs. How do you have games based on NFTs? I have no idea. That doesn't make any sense. And the whole NFT thing is the dumbest fucking thing. And anyone who has bought into it and literally purchased shit, you're the dumbest fucking fool there is. You're one of the dumbest fools there is. That's just all there is to it. It's not even a physical thing, so anyone could just like, like, like I literally heard that you can sell via NFT like a link to something. What if that link is gone because the internet's not permanent? <laughs> then you have nothing. I mean, you, you don't technically have, have any, nothing. Yeah, you're right. right you, you don't, don't have, have anything. anything. <laughs> it's the stupidest shit ever. This is the dumbest. Like I don't they're literally mean... selling you nothing. Yeah. The, the, this is the high-priced uh duping version of of idiots uh, that is the uh the kiss air guitar strings yes yeah that's what it is <laughs> except yeah, those really people here i'm actually defend the fucking kiss air guitar strings <laughs> this is actually an endorsement of it i'm not even joking at least with that they're getting a physical bag with nothing in it and a placard stapled to it and a, and it, and, it, and it elicits laughs and he did it for four dollars and it's proof you actually have something yes and they have something it's not actually the thing listed well it is i mean it's just air but you know it's funny <laughs> and he had a laugh and it's four dollars and that's it and then and then you go on with your life this people are paying what thousands and thousands of dollars for literally nothing hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah well, guess what? I can't think of a better endorsement for Kiss Character Strings than that. What well, can you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Buy them today. <laughs> I'm about to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to get it, the package, with nothing in it. I'm going to put it on my wall, and I'm going to write on it, at least it's not an F- NFT. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to the uh, Microsoft sign you have that says LOL on it. Yes, to always remind me of that wonderful year where they made a massive dinglebatberry dumbass of themselves in 2013. <laughs> never forget. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. <laughs> That's the real never forget for me. It's the real never forget right behind the the uh, attempted coup from earlier this year. Yep. Also, another another great hashtag, never forget, the 2010 Konami press conference. 
<laughs> That's for sure. People like to talk about 2006 Sony press conference. It's largely boring, and it's not even that remarkable. But everyone makes such a exaggerated deal about some of the goofier, slightly stupid things that happened in it. Yeah. And then, but it's really not. When you see it in context, it's like I remember experiencing that one in the context at the time, and didn't think a whole lot of it. It's just those little goofy things that happen in those conferences all the time, and yet everyone's blown it way out of proportion, and then it's like the worst press conference ever when it was not actually, it was very of the time, you know? Yeah. Lots of spreadsheets, lots of lots of, uh, of figures and numbers for that, you know, you know PowerPoint, people, PowerPoint presentation people, stuff that was very common on those conferences at the time. That, yeah, that, and people make fun of it, and it's like, like it's like none of games. It's like, dude, this is not for you. You totally at missed the time the it point. wasn't. Yeah, it's it's not about you. It never was. Well, it is now. <laughs> it has definitely changed. Well, that's only because they can't get anyone. The fucking you can't get the companies that that they're for to show up. So no, it's not that. It's just that it was inevitable that it was going to be more geared towards consumers watching. Uh, as it went on, because people were watching, on and thanks to GameSpot for initially, uh, and then other sites started streaming them, and then it just became a thing. So they knew they were watching people like you and me. So of course they're gonna they're gonna gear it towards us. The more the time passed, because people were, the audience grew that were watching it. So that was inevitable. But at the time wasn't intended for us. We just happened to be watching. Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy. This is the uh, original trilogy on the PS2. So it's the third game. Vice City, San Andreas. Definitive edition, Mike. Um, Does that sound interesting to you? No. Just no. Yes. Just no. yes, just yes. Why you want it? Here, here's what. Well, I don't know for sure, but here's what gets me really. Because uh, I've always been kind of interested in playing the older ones, even at the time. But I never got into them because the shooting sucks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Why are they are they enhancing the, uh, the controls to not? Yes, suck? in fact, the words they use for the shooting and the controller style and, and just basically how it generally controls. They use the words Grand Theft Auto style. But Grand Theft Auto 5, I mean, style. Oh. And I'm and like, oh, well, that means it can't be worse than 4, because I've only played 4. So, And I'm like, well, if it's like 4, and it's similar, and maybe 5 is even improvement on that, then that's totally going to make it more playable, which is the whole point. Because oh. I tried to actually play San Andreas one time, and just... The, the shooting and just the general just like because you died so easily because the shooting sucked mm-hmm. I was just like and the driving kind of sucked <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just like I can't I can't do this shit anymore this sucks <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> if it's gonna be control much better closer to the more recent games I'm just like fuck yeah that might that would definitely get me to check it out no, see, I didn't know that, so maybe I will. I don't know. Well, you piqued my interest a little bit, Tan, telling me that. So, oh, just a little, yeah. just a little. 
and it is coming out on PS4, so I can still get it by myself without having to get it by yourself. But... <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? My you need you need a mother to come and help you buy it. Uh, well, I was worried it might be on PS5, so only. But oh no, it's on. There's no reason they would do that. Yeah, it's on PC and it's on both PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. So, um, why aren't they putting out a physical PS5 version? I don't know. That's really weird. But uh, yeah, this crotch shot here looks really good. On this website. Oh wow, that's a crotch, <laughs> that's a crotch shot, right? <laughs> Enhancements, crotch shots. Yes. Um, so it's, it says Grand Theft Auto Five style control layout, improved gunplay and targeting controls. There you go. Uh, with upgraded drive-by controls. Yeah, that was also a problem. In San Andreas, um, updated weapon and radio station selection wheels. Updated mini maps and enhanced navigation, allowing players to set waypoints. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's just sound uh, better all the time. I know. The ability to immediately restart a field mission. Uh, they got their accomplishments, stupid nonsense. Um, higher resolution textures and characters' weapons, vehicles, and road, to, from vehicles to roads with much more detail. Uh, completely rebuilt lighting system. With enhanced shadows, reflections, and more, improved water and weather effects, enhanced detail in trees and foliage, increased draw distances to provide new level of depth and definition. And uh, the best thing that's coming for you on the system of the PS5 and the Xbox Series X is 4K resolution support with up to 60 frames per second. So what, does that mean all the other versions are going to be 30 frames? Possibly. Because I don't see why that needs to be the case. I mean... Yeah, it probably does something. These, these aren't going to be... Like, they're not remakes. They're not using a new... They're not... Well, they might be... I don't think this is a new engine, and I don't think that all these uh, these enhancements are going to make that so they couldn't do that 60 frames on, you know, those other systems. But maybe they're not going to do it anyway. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would be the reason I would get the PS5 version, is if, if it's not 60 on the other systems. Which is dumb. Should be 60 everywhere. And that crotch shot. And crotch shot. <laughs> so, yeah. So now you're suddenly interested. <laughs> well. Well. I mean, you know. Well. It's a. Uh, I mean, that. The, the peak of my interest with the, uh, the all the niceties about the. Improved controls and other things like that. So, yeah. Maybe. Just maybe. Well, if the old controls didn't bother you, I'm not saying you would get this, but that wouldn't bring you to the dance, is what I'm saying. But for me, that's totally what it brings me to. Because, like, I even got the... Um, I got... I bought on the, a PS2 version of the PSP game, uh, Vice City Stories. Mm-hmm. But it still looks like shit still does the old aiming problems so mm-hmm. that's fine i don't need to play vice city stories anyway uh but this sounds good so good on you brah good on you rockstar <laughs> and they'll do it for the fucking podcast you motherfuckers
<laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah, you motherfuckers. You can find the motherfucking podcast at heartarchive.wordpress.com. Along with links to all the other shit we do. Selling games and shit. On Twitter and shit. On Instagram and shit. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. So we out and shit.